Okay. Round two. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's your host, Jim Parkin, and my co-host and wife, Carrie Parkin. Hello. And we're back for another week on the Operation Lighthouse podcast. This time, we're talking about community and the importance of community and kind of all those things. Right. What it looks like. Right. What can it look like? Ideally, why is it important to be involved in a community? Right. Kind of how do you surround yourself with people, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And also, some communities are not necessarily healthy communities. Truth. Right. So, anyway, a lot of what brought this on for me is I've been thinking about how um, you see kind of all in social media and, and everywhere, you see all the, you know, you got different agencies, different organizations like Mission 22. They're bringing awareness to the 22 really more than that so uh combat veterans a day that take their own lives and just thing after thing after thing after group after group and a lot of times it to me in my opinion it looks like we're all bringing awareness but not really any solution and so i think providing or becoming or having community with people is part of the solution kind of eradicate some of the things that come along with with the post-traumatic stress and the mental health st- things. Right, and that's what I was going to say. By awareness and solutions you're speaking of, we're bringing awareness to the fact that mental health is a part of the job. Right. And solutions being what things are there that people can involve themselves in right. to help improve you know, their mental health while still enjoying their their line of work and while still enjoying their coworkers, mm-hmm. feeling like they're contributing to society, you know, and just being positive about right. their whole, you know, career. Right. So kind of to recap, to get us to the community piece, you know, the analogy we use a lot when we're talking about first responder mental health is the analogy of a backpack and you have this backpack and throughout your career you'll have these kind of like medium to big rock events you know of things you'll be involved with things you'll see like your major traumas and each time that happens it's like if you're not dealing with it it's like you're adding a rock to your backpack right and then kind of as the analogy goes your backpack gets so full that the bottom rips out and then that's when you're in a it's like hot mess express. Right. So well, eventually it's going to get too full. Right. It's literally too much to carry. Right. Literally too much to carry. Right. And it just kind of, but there's, there's another aspect that I, you know, people hear me talking about all the time and it's not so much the major trauma, but the micro trauma, which is, you know, in the EMS world, especially private EMS policy change, updated software, software that doesn't work so great so that's a struggle day in day out you know vehicle maintenance stuff breaks and goes down things happen rules change there now administration is focusing on whether your boots are shined or not and then the next week they're focusing on how your shirt's tucked in what color your belt is right 
those and, and like the software and the for in EMS world the documentation I suppose it's the same for fire and police but all those little micro stressors that happen day in day out day in day out that kind of slow grind so if you have the big rocks all the micro stressors I was thinking about this today would be like like pea gravel yeah they kind of fill in the you're pieces just, you're just filling that in so that is obviously going to fill that backpack quicker you know and those are the real things that drive people to like over the edge so to speak well you got to think some of them are like sand too you mm-hmm. know right so you know they're they're really little tiny minuscule things that individually i mean like big deal right but when you've got a bunch of big stuff all those big rocks you're talking about and now you got a bunch of pebbles that have filled in all the gaps. Mm-hmm. And now you're adding all these tiny little grains right. of sands that are truly filling in the gaps. Right. Like eventually and sand can, can be just so home much. stuff. Sand can be the bills that that are delayed. They're, you're slow paying just because not much, not money's coming in or not enough. And you know what I mean? And right. sick kid or spouse has a job change. Or all the things. All the things. All the things, and it just piles on and piles on and piles on. So then that brings us to why a healthy community. And I think it's because healthy community and just being with a group of people is a way to kind of alleviate some of that stress. It's a, a people that know they don't need, I say this a lot, I know, but they don't need, you don't have to tell all the stories. They don't need all the bang bang because... They do the same thing, so they they know what this is, but it's just kind of a safe, low key place to be. Right. And it's connected, really. It is like minded people in the sense of they understand what your line of work entails. Mm-hmm. They get the grind, they get the day in and day out stressors, etc. But they're not necessarily like minded in their outlook. Right. And that's the important aspect of it. Like when you were talking earlier, you were saying, you know, there's healthy, positive communities, but there's then there's also community that's, you know, a little bit more toxic. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking for a community to really help, you know, like wrap around you or support you and people to relate to, we're leaning more toward that positive aspect. Right. People who have a good outlook. They may still get frustrated. I Everybody mean, that's, gets frustrated. That's human. You know, we all get frustrated. But in general, right. they have a good attitude related to work and life. Right. Not people who are, you know, F this, screw that. I don't want to. I'm not going to. They can, blah, blah, blah. Right. Whenever something happens. Right. But people who are like, you know, I'm like, that irritates me. And I'm not okay with the way that I was just talked to. I'm going to handle it in a professional way. And then we're going to move forward type of people. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting too because if you get around that and kind of live and dwell on that toxic kind of always mad, the the ever-pissed society of people. Ever-pissed. I like it. Yeah. But, and then, then they, then they think everybody is, is, the end of their rope mad it's just i don't know how that happens but it's just kind of the general seems to be the vibe and then if you say something like there was something 
I don't even remember what it is, but like an abrupt change to how we were doing things. And somebody asked me if I was mad and I said, no, I'm not mad. I'm just figuring out my next move. And instantly was equated to, I'm about to quit. Right. And go. Completely uh, taken out of context. I'm just literally, by my next move, what I meant was, I was figuring out how I'm going to twist this to work in my benefit. And which, of course, subsequently I did. But that's just kind of (laughs) years of training. But it's just, it just is what it is. But anyway, we wanted to get into community and kind of bring that back around to what we're doing here with Operation Lighthouse. Right. Because the goal is is eventually one day so it's you know to be a nonprofit and really the reason is because when you're under that 501c3 status it's easier to get people to give you money. Right, it's all about funding. It's all about funding, and then they can write it off. Well, and then the funding helps provide additional resources that can be used to support people within right. the, the community. community. Right. So and it's all just like a big circle. Right. But at baseline, what the my dream was for this was for it to be a community, a place for I am, we are, to our listeners, first responders, you know, I am a veteran, have been a firefighter, but for the past 19.5 years, been in the EMS world. So I am an EMS provider, so I am biased. Sorry, cops. Sorry, firefighters. But I have, you know, my people are the EMS providers. So really, it's for us, it's for everybody, but my focus is on the EMS community. And what I always wanted it to be was just a place where fa- the, my coworkers and their families could come. You have hangouts and bonfires and grill food and, you know, just like imagine stuff out. the stuff that you would want to do with your friends. Right. This, it's the same concept. Right. Right. It's just a circle of friends who maybe are more like-minded in sense of career. Right. And are cool. Right. Right. And then and then it grows from there. Because, you know, like when we started talking on this episode, when we started, we talked about, you know, solutions to the post-traumatic stress and all the things that come with, all the things that people worry about us you know, worry on our behalf. But there's ways to alleviate that. Like, I think it's pretty publicly known now that me and Griffin are starting jujitsu. And when you've been the best at something for a long time, to now to be... Goat. (laughs) Now to be, like, know nothing and a brand new baby at something. It's pretty, it's humbling, but it's super cool. But it's just a thing. It's a thing to blow off steam, alleviate stress, and to have my mind on something completely different. Right. And it can be jujitsu, or for me, it's this podcast. It's sometimes writing. It's just being creative. Like, and I didn't even know that I was creative until into my fifties. Interesting. Huh? Said interesting. Yeah. 
But it can, it can be anything, you know? Right. Sometimes you just need to go sit on the couch with somebody and really right. not talk to them, but just be in their presence. Right. And that's, that's all you need. Right. And that is what I call the ministry of presence. Sometimes you just, all you have, all, no words spoken. You just have to be next to somebody. Right. And that's just how it is sometimes. You know, and well, right. And that's what we're looking to do here. And it's just to build the community. Right. We want, like, everyone's invited. It's, you know, it's just for you and your families. And it's chill. And it's just the thing. It's it's, it's pretty cool. I right. Think. So here's here's what I need people to understand. If you feel like that's weird... That's awkward. I'm not doing that. I don't know those people. Oh. Like, because that's what, that's what happens when you're grown. Break it on down. You, <laughs> you just don't want to be around people who you don't really know. Right. Or maybe people who, like, you're like, that person would never want to be around me. Like, why would I go hang out with him? Like... He has been doing this for 20 years, and I just started three weeks ago. Like, what, is, what are we going to talk about? I'm, this is not me, but hypothetically right. speaking, I'm 23, and he is old enough to, like, be my parent. What possibly are we going to talk about? I promise you, I promise you, yeah. there will be wonderful conversation. Hell yeah. We often have snacks good snacks right and like we have kids we have dogs we We have reptiles we have a yard we have multiple reptiles cornhole right we just that was random (laughs) it was random we have yard (laughs) games we just want to provide an opportunity for people to be able to come together so if you don't like to people like sometimes you gotta step out of your comfort zone right Mm-hmm. You got to do things that are hard sometimes and awkward or weird or however you want to phrase it. Well, let's put it this way. How many community nights have you been fully outside of your comfort zone? How many have we had? <laughs> exactly. Yes, would be my answer. I'm really not a peopler. Right. But that's okay. Right. I can people. I'm able to. I know how. I'm grown. I can talk to other adults. Mm-hmm. It's not always my favorite thing to do. Right. But it's important. Well, also, how many times have you sat at the kitchen table while everyone else is peopling and not peopled and it's been okay? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just yes. The point is, there is space for everyone. Yeah. And if you think, like, well, my my kids are... You know, eight, they act A, B, C, and I'm not taking them anywhere in public around people I don't know. Uh, oh, mercy. <laughs> we have... These kids that are here will break them. We have multiple children. <laughs> there are people who are attending who have multiple children. Like, it's okay. Yes, we, It's cool. We don't judge. We will correct. But, right. We don't have a problem saying, like, these are the expectations. If they cause the toilet to flood and... And then drain it to the basement. We'll still like you. Yeah, it's fine. Wow, too soon. (laughs) Anyhow, (laughs) 
That may or may not be based on true events. I'm just going to let you be the judge. But it happens. I was going to say shit happens. (laughs) And then I caught myself because it was funny. And And then you said it anyway. I said it anyway. Anyhow, the point is, just come over. That's all all we're asking. Like, give us a shot. Try us out. It's it's really cool. And then, on top of that, like, the goal here, the dream, if you want to hear what I'm dreaming about, is to, like, to build the community up. And then everybody starts bringing their creativity. And then we have different outlets that we're doing. And then, you know, maybe this will be controversial. We're out there doing, like, helping the community with no strings attached, no reports written. Maybe we're just handing out waters to homeless people. Maybe we're meeting up with different different organizations in the community handing out backpacks or back to school events anything there's all kinds of things that can come from this that just really make your heart happy right like trust me and and i get it we spend so much time grinding it out in these wild wild streets of flint doing the thing but when you're able to help somebody with no strings and you didn't have to write a report and you didn't have to clean up after it and you didn't have to like all the extras that come with doing this job, it really breaks it down to the very simplest thing was of why we got into the EMS business in the first place, which was to help people. Right. Because everybody, no one got in it to be rich. Everybody got in it because at some point, at some level, you just wanted to care for people. Well, being able to, you know, be... This sounds cheesy. Every week I think I say this sounds really cheesy, but it is. But being able to be like a high point in someone's day with like zero strings attached to that, like knowing that there may not be any reciprocation going in, but then you like make that connection, it's awesome. And that does sound cheesy, but it's not. It Maybe it is. Who cares? It's not cheesy. It's It's absolutely amazing. Every single person who did this, I mean, I'm sure there's some aspect of you wanted to feel like a hero or something like that, but really it's just, it's, it is what it is. We're just out there solving problems and helping people. And it's 99.9% holding hands and saying it's going to be okay. Everything's okay. You're going to be fine. Followed by... Listen, lady, we don't make the decisions. <laughs> and that's why you're in triage. But, like, it's just, I, if you know, you know. But it's, it's really what it is. It's just taking care of people. You know, and, and people think it's dark when I say, you know, what we are really is grief mops. That's all it is. We're just caring for people at, at their worst. Every now and again, you're pulling out all the skills but most of the time, it's it's not. It's just getting paid to show kindness. Well, and that should be a key aspect of it. You know, kind of like a situation where what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. If you go into something with an attitude of negativity, 
generally that's kind of going to carry through. Mm-hmm. Like you don't usually just flip the switch and suddenly you're like nice or kind. Right. You know, so how you carry yourself is dependent on that. Right. But it also is a reflection of, you know, who you're with, the people you surround yourself with. You know, they make an impression on your outlook and your attitude. So if you are in a group of turds, like you're probably going to smell like a turd and act like a turd. Mm-hmm. But if you're with people who are more positive, then it just naturally kind of, right. You're going to have right. that kind of osmosis of that attitude right? and start having a more positive outlook. Will the change happen right away? Yeah. Probably not. It'll be awkward at first. Probably not. It'll seem weird. But it's not weird. No. It's weird, like, to you. No one else thinks it's weird. Right. Everybody else thinks it's great. So you kind of have to just get over yourself and step out of your comfort zone and do something that you may not normally do. Right. Like, come to our house. Mm Mm-hmm. And chill with us. Yeah, get in the fold, man. Get in the squad and see how cool it is. And then we can make this thing bigger. And then we can use all our creative muscles to make different things happen. You know what I mean? And and all of those things are are factors and their solutions and their their ways to heal from some of the gnarly shit that we see and are involved with. It really truly is. I can't say I understand what you're talking about because I don't have those experiences. Right. But I feel like what you're saying has some real serious depth to it. Right. And, you know, it's just... Like, this is... Like, what I always wanted this to be, and, and when, I'm, when I say our, I'm speaking to the listeners that I work with, that are first responders that I know have this thing that just loads up for them, you know, because they follow the, the, the show. Like, this is our thing. It's not my thing. It's not Carrie's thing. It's not, you know, this little group of people. Like, it's our thing. And that's when I say our, like right now, I mean (coughs) the Genesee County. Right. It's an exclusive club that you can join. But the membership really doesn't have a whole lot of limitations. No. Like, this is for everybody. And there's like, I'd like to see hospital people come. You know, I'd like to see everybody, but, you know, it is, it's just time to just go for it. You know, like admittedly, I've held myself to a standard that really I was not able to get to because it was too much, like, you know what I mean? Too much expectation on myself, which was really not warranted at all, but. But now we're in a place where what we're trying to do is build the community. Right. And the first step's always the hardest. Mm-hmm. But once you, you know, generally once you do something once, it's like right. not so hard. It's a lot easier to do it the second, third, fourth, fifth, and every consecutive time. Right. And, you know, it's something that I heard that's just like largely, it's, it was said by an old jujitsu coach, but it makes a lot of sense. And I think it's like something that, I will hashtag a lot now until everyone starts to get it, my people and my people that listen to this. But it says, not one day, 
comma, day one. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not like, because you can do that. One day I'm going to be a paramedic. One day I'm going to go to PA school. One day I'm going to start jujitsu. And what you can do then is just stop all that and just be on day one. So day one, join the squad. Get involved, join us, come hang out. And we'll start putting out a schedule. You know, we'll, we'll let you know when we're hanging out, when we're doing our thing. And we're going to add some days and move some days and grill sometimes. Bring out that sweet game where you're using a pitching wedge and like cornhole with golf. We'll do that. If I can find jarts, we'll do that. But I think it's illegal now. They've been banned in the in, 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 <laughs> in the forty-eight continental United <laughs> States. What a great game! Too bad you weren't allowed in the eighties. Suck it. Jarts. Jarts was great. I was hitting a foot with a jart one time. Jarts was great. I have to agree. So, Anywho. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> That's really all we have tonight. You know, I just wanted to I wanted to talk about that, about the importance of community, about the importance of getting in a group and shamelessly I wanted to plug what we were doing. But it's really to invite you guys in. I want more than just the podcast. That's part of it. But I want people to be involved in what we got going on here. Right. So our next night is actually this coming Monday. The 14th. Yes. Monday, August 14th, 6.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know where to go, just hit Jim up with a DM. See him when you're at work. Ask him. He'll get you our information of where, where we meet at. But we'd love to see you there. Right. There'll be snacks. All y'all. All y'all. Mm-hmm. There it is. Well, that's it. A little bit shorter tonight. Not really. Whatever. Anyway, have a great week. You know what to do. If you need help, get help. Dial or text. I prefer text. 988. Or just hit me up. People hit me up. It's a phenomenon. People have been hitting me up. Once these shows go live, I get hit up. Same day. If you need to talk, talk. If you need to just hit me up and type it all out. All the shit. It's cool. Just do it. Anyway, that's it. Have a great week. Be blessed. Peace.